Hey everybody, this is Only Dad's Podcast coming to you on a Sunday, December 24th. This is our Christmas Eve special episode. We're going to be going over Christmas fables, kids, dreams, crushed. So spoiler alert, if there's kids watching this episode or listening to this episode, please uh, give them out of the room because we're going to be breaking hearts, cracking necks, and cashing checks. All right, uh, Ricky, uh, this is Christmas Eve, and like most parents, they either wrap presents early put them in the closet hide them from the kids then the kids go to sleep the kid the the parents come out put the presents under the tree and eat the cookie that the kid left for santa and drink the milk so ricky you being a parent what are your what is your go-to how do you do it does tommy know does he not know if he doesn't know when do you plan on telling him or kind of go from there yeah, so Tommy definitely doesn't know. Uh, he definitely super thinks that uh, Santa Claus is real, and it's getting harder to keep it up because he's with his mom some years for Christmas. He's with me some years for Christmas. And then when he's with me, he may or may not be in Texas or he may be in Georgia. Uh, so typically, I have to coordinate with his mom no matter what on what Santa Claus is getting him. So he makes a list. You know, we'll go out to some like Christmas uh, light show, whatever, but typically always there's a like write a letter to Santa Claus thing. And so we pay attention to that. What does he want? Okay, so he'll want three things. And then so I'll make sure to keep note of that or she'll make sure to keep note of that. And then we pass it to each other. Hey, this is what he wants. This is what I'm going to get him or this is what he's going to get. Uh, she's going to get him. But we make sure when we talk to each other that we know what Santa Claus is getting for him. And then the parent will get him something else. And then other people will get him other things. So the thing that Santa Claus gets him is like, I don't let anybody know what he wants from Santa Claus. I always tell him what he wants from, you know, whatever. Um, He's six and he's about to be seven. So I don't know when to tell him. Uh, I remember being in elementary school and I 100% believed in Santa Claus. I was, I believed in it so much. I was trying to catch him. I was trying to like sleep in the couch next to the Christmas tree when my parents didn't know. Like I was trying to sneak into the next to the Christmas tree at night to try to like sleep and then wake up so I can find him. Uh, and I just don't remember when I stopped believing in him. I think I was about uh, like third grade, maybe, because there was a guidance counselor at my elementary school. His name was Mr. Rodriguez, and he had a very distinct mustache and very distinct glasses. And then one year, he dressed up as Santa Claus, and then everybody's coming in to take pictures of him. And I remember thinking to myself, like, that's Mr. Rodriguez in there. <laughs> like, it, like, he had the same glasses and the same mustache. I was like, that's not a fucking outfit. And then so it didn't dawn on me, hey, this is just, um, you know, Santa Claus for this. I remember thinking, like, that's, he, there is no Santa Claus. I remember making that jump. It wasn't like, hey, maybe he just pretended to be Santa Claus, but the real Santa Claus is out there. No, I was like, oh, there is no more Santa Claus. I remember that, boom. Realize it, and I was telling other kids too. I was like, "Hey guys, like, isn't that Mr. Rodriguez?" I was trying to make sense of it. So that's how it works for me. But I was about eight years old. So for me, I remember growing up, and same thing. Absolutely believing in Santa Claus. So I was a young age. Uh, I remember, like, when we started this tradition where we would open a present on New Year's Eve, and then we open the rest on Christmas, obviously. But it changed to. We opened one on New Year's and then we stayed up till after midnight and opened the rest on Christmas Day at like 1201 midnight. And I remember saying, I remember, like, I remember like trying to go to sleep, like, hey, what are you guys doing? I remember asking everybody, hey, what's everybody doing? Go to sleep. Santa's going to be on his way. Like, 
and and it, it didn't happen. And slowly, I learned that in the middle of Christmas, I learned that Santa wasn't real, and that that shit broke my heart. And so no one told me, and I'm like, what the hell? I thought we we're gonna, you know, do that. So that's that was kind of been the attrition from there. One present Christmas Eve, the rest on Christmas Day. Uh, so it happened during Christmas at home that I realized Santa wasn't real. And I, I don't know how old I was. It was definitely probably third or fourth grade, kind of around there. And, you know, I think in Hispanic households, they kind of want to give you the stars and the moon and tells you all these, you know, good things. And they don't want to break your heart. But that one kind of shattered my heart. I, I remember that vividly. That was pretty intense. Uh, so for, you know, my kids, they they do believe in Santa Claus. Now, kids being little shits at school, and they tell them, hey, Santa Claus isn't real. That's your yeah. parents. That's your parents doing it. I'm like, holy, that's, that's something you didn't even think about you have to watch out for is other kids at school. They're telling them the same thing about the tooth fairy. Hey, that's your mom and dad giving money to you and taking their, your teeth. So uh, it's it's getting tougher and tougher in this day and age, especially with other little kids and how and what their parents choose to tell them or what them to believe. So that's something people got to watch out for. But they do believe in Santa Claus still. It's, I think this might be the year where we let it be known, if not this year, next year, just because kids have already told them, like, gave them everything. Yeah, man. And you, like you said, you can't control what other kids are telling your kids. And then you definitely can't control what their parents are telling their kids. So, um, you know, Tom will come back home from school and say, like, the most randomest things. I'm like, I wonder where you picked that up from. And kids, you know, they're getting to the age now because our kids are the same age. And, you know, even Bebo's kids a little bit older where like technology is starting to influence them a lot. So like in our age, if we, you know, when we were kids, if we wanted to think whether or not Santa Claus was real, what would we do? We couldn't really, we would just have to ask our older siblings and it was up to them uh, if they wanted to tell us or like, you know, there was no outlet. But now you think you just research it online. Um, like everybody knows, like I said, Tom is, uh, he's about to be seven. So he fully understands that on my phone, there is a machine that you can ask a question. He understands that. He's like, why don't you just, you know, Google it? Like it, it's a verb, right? Um, he's not old enough to do it yet, but I would imagine that the kids that are older, you know, the third graders, they know how to do it. Um, maybe they even have phones. Like, I don't know how, when that begins to, to come into play. Uh, having to compete with the internet for information to get to our kids. That's kind of scary. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I do want, I do want, what I want to do for my kids is have the conversation, a sit down conversation, because I didn't ever have that like yeah. on anything, whether from the birds or the bees or anything. I never had that sit down conversation with my parents. So I definitely want to change that for me and my kids and have that sit down. And so I think I might be doing that sooner rather than later, just because, it's coming from a parent, you know, a parental figure. And I think that's going to go over well, but also it being Christmas holidays time of the year. Uh, I want to hit on tipping. We went on it in previous. Oh episodes. yeah. It's a big uh, and I want to go over it today. It's a big, because, a lot of people are starting to rebel against it. Yeah. So, and I, and I, because it's getting to the point where you're tipping on everything. Like it's ridiculous. Like it, like it, it used to be where if you go to a, a sit down restaurant, you have a server, a waiter, they're waiting on you. They're serving on you. You're going to get their drink. You're going to get their drinks from them. They're going to bring out your food. They're going to tell you, you're going to tell them what you want, all that. And they're, and they're working for it. Like, hey, and when you're going to a restaurant, you're expecting to spend money because it's not every day that you go out to a sit down restaurant. And, and that's the kind of normal tipping. Like, yeah, you tip and it being Christmas, you tip a little bit more because it's the holidays and this is their source of income. So 
I literally this morning I went to Starbucks and I don't go to Starbucks often, but the lady straight up said, Hey, don't feel pressured. But she gave me the card reader, pulled it out of her, her little where she was standing and where I put my card in, but it said, Hey, leave a tip. And I felt so pressured. Was it, was it drive through? It was drive through. Huh? It was it was straight up drive through, and I was like, "Oh, this is awkward." I felt pressured. It was it is Christmas time, so I tipped, but I normally would not have tipped, and I definitely felt pressured to tip. Would you have felt as pressured if she said, "Don't feel pressured"? If she just gave it to you and was like, didn't acknowledge that tipping was an option? If she didn't acknowledge it. Then I mean, I'd have felt like so much less pressure. Yeah. The fact that she acknowledged it, that I was like, "Okay, this is this is pressure." Yeah. Whether she's saying no or maybe that's what her game was all along, I don't know, but. It, I felt pressured. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, you know, like you said, I think most Americans, and this is strictly an American thing, you know, I've been in Europe. Um, they don't tip over there. The prices are, you know, they're not even that much more expensive, but the waiters and the bartenders, uh, you know, they they get paid differently than the States. And restaurants, I used to be a waiter, right? I used to work at Casa Rodriguez right downtown. It's a great place. If you're in the area, check it out. But I, I did make decent money on tips. And the thing is weird is like you get paid $2 and like 50 cents an hour. And that barely, that even basically what that does is that covers the taxes that you owe off the money that you're making. And then um, the, the tips you, you know, that's, that's basically what you're, you know, that's your money. And it's really weird uh, looking back at it as an adult, cause there's no consistency there. It is a good job for younger kids. Um, but you know, more and more we find like normal adults working these jobs and it's one thing to tip a, a bartender or a waiter, uh, something that's like very in your face, like I have to do with you, I have to be nice kind of thing. It's a whole other thing to just to deal with someone who's just doing their job. So at my gym right next door, there's a, a protein nutrition store. I took you there right when you were there, when you were right. visiting. And, um, you know, they have a little tip section. And I always tip, but I always tip a very little bit amount. And usually it's just to round it up. Um, and so... I'm okay with that because I know it's like, hey, man, like you're giving me this thing. I'm paying the price that we've agreed upon, but also too, like I like the service. I like how nice, you know, everything is. And it's a small business. So I want to, I want to help. And it's different when it's a big fucking business. You're talking about Starbucks. Like that's fucking massive. Why don't you just pay your employees a little bit more? You know, like it's crazy. And I saw this uh, random TikTok. It was on Snapchat and it, you know, it was a TikTok, but it was posted on Snapchat. And it was this dude in Miami, same thing. He had a coffee. He went to a place, got a coffee, and there wasn't an option to chip. It was an automatic charge. Uh, it was a it was an additional surcharge of like 10%. And uh, I can't remember what it was called, but basically it was like a mandatory tip. And it was weird. And he didn't have an option to not uh, accept it. And not this is Miami. Yeah. So, and it, yeah, so- it was weird. So I know there's some restaurants where if your party is large enough, they do the, the gratuity is 18%. Yeah. So, and that makes sense. That's a big party. You don't know if some people are going to be cheap or not. And that yes. does it automatically. So you don't got to worry about it. I don't That's why that. you do it. That's why you do it. Cause you don't know if they're going to tip and it's, it's, it's a pain in the ass. So it's kind of like a, it's, it's kind of like a floor. It's like, Hey man, even if we don't tip, it's fine because it's so big because it takes so much effort. Yeah, exactly. And I don't got, I don't got no problem with that. But I'm reading stories where they're asking you to tip on like everyday mundane things if you're yeah. out shopping. Like, I think it should stay in the the food industry world yeah. where you're at a restaurant. 
I don't really think it's appropriate anywhere else other no. than if they get paid like the $2 an hour. Like, but that's only ha- that's only waiters. Yes. The waitresses who make that. Any other place, you're getting paid a lot more an hour. And that's kind of the reason why you tip. Yep. So like if you go to Chick-fil-A, for example, those employees are not getting paid $250. They're getting paid whatever the minimum wage that Chick-fil-A deemed fit. And whatever wage that they're deemed fit has been incorporated into the prices. Restaurants don't do that. <laughs> Restaurants will pay their employees literally the minimum that they can and pass those savings onto the food. So like if you go someplace that is like my favorite place to go are like dive restaurants, right? Like places that aren't like super fancy, but like the food's going to be fucking great. And it's not that expensive. And then you tip the waitress, you know, a little bit. Um, I don't like going to fancy places because like it's the food's expensive. The waiter, they expect more money. And I'm like, dude, this isn't even that much better food, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's happening all over the fucking place for just the most randomest things, especially with the introduction of those kiosks, those little iPad things that you just spin around. It's happening so often now where it's just like they'll have like 15, 20, 25 percent. It's like, why don't we just start in five percent increments, first of all? Like, yeah, 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 yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? What you're talking about like, oh, five dollars, ten dollars or twenty dollars. Like, hold on, what? Exactly. Yeah, why the you fucking get it. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So then I'll go to custom. I'm a I'm a custom this bad boy, but I have to do that. And there's like these 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 funny videos going around where, hey, do you like dogs? And you're like, yeah, I like dogs. So then tip a dollar. I was like, well. I don't want to tip a dog. Oh, so you don't like dogs? Like, no, I do like dogs. And like, oh, so you want a dog to die? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, and you start looking at the person. Like, don't look at them. Look at me. <laughs> it's obviously proven a point, but tipping culture in America is changes involved, and it's going more in a different direction. Why I don't think is really beneficial, or I don't know if that's the right word I'm looking for, but I think you should just stay in restaurants. Uh, where the minimum wage that people are getting paid are $2 an hour. And that's why you tip. So that's just my two cents, Ricky. Uh, what are kind of your thoughts on any other topic we want to go over? Yeah, I, I agree, man. I think I don't, I don't want this to turn into like a, Hey, we're going to stop tipping. Cause then the people who are going to suffer are the restaurants owners and the, and the waitresses and waiters. I think the best way to do it is just, Hey man, when you're approaching that situation, just, you know, just fucking don't just fucking say $0 and no tip. And then when you're at a restaurant tip, because that's that's culturally what we do here in this country, uh, and it's unique. It's unique because it's only in America. So like I enjoy it, um, but I also know that when I go out to eat, I know I'm gonna have to tip a little bit. So I make sure that I factor that into my budget when I'm like, can I afford to go out to eat? It's not that yeah. I can afford a twenty five dollar burger with fries and a drink. It's like, hey, can I afford you know maybe potentially forty dollars because it's gonna be fries, a drink, maybe an appetizer, and then the tip. Um, that's why I don't go out to eat that often. I just don't because I know it's gonna be a little bit expensive. And that's like the right attitude to have. Like, can I afford to go out and eat? Because it's not just your meal. You also got to provide the service fee, the tip. And that's a great way to look at it. And that's why people shouldn't go out just for, oh, I'm going to go out for a real quick snack or something. Like, no, that's that's you shouldn't be doing that. You should only go when you have the extra money to afford the tip yeah. because that's a big deal. But this is only that's podcast, guys. Our next week episode is going to be our end of year in review. So we might have special guests. We might not. You got to tune in. If you, of course, you have tips, comment, or suggestions, we want to hear from you. Reach out at onlydadspodcast at gmail.com. Ricky, it's been uh, a whirlwind of a year. You only have so many days left. So tell our listeners how many days left you got in the Army. 65 days left in the Army. Merry Christmas, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. Uh, if you don't celebrate Christmas, 
I, we would like to hear from you because everybody likes to say happy holidays. I don't know anybody who does not celebrate Christmas. I just got to be honest with you. And if they don't celebrate Christmas, they don't celebrate it because they're not religious, not because they're Jewish or because they celebrate Kwanzaa or, or um, Ramadan or anything. Like I guess I just don't know that many people. I know a couple of Muslims, but I they don't make it a point to tell me, hey, I don't like I don't. I think it's a. I think it's it's going off of a tangent here. I think it's a weird thing to not say Merry Christmas, only because I've never been approached by someone to say, "Hey, I don't like it when you say that." You know what I mean? I've never been that. I've never been told that. Like, hey, don't say that. I. But I don't know. I don't know what. What do you thought? What do you think? So, little literally yesterday, I went to get pizza and I was checking out, and I said Merry Christmas, and the guy just stayed. He said, like, "Yeah," just stayed quiet. And so I thought that was his way of saying, hey, I'm not, I don't really celebrate it. But he uh. didn't really, he didn't correct me. He didn't do nothing. He wasn't a dick about it. He said, oh, I understand. He's like, oh, yeah, thanks. That's all he pretty much said. Okay, I get that. And I, I, I took it as, okay, he doesn't celebrate Christmas. No, but that's the first time that's happened. And most of the time I'll say happy holidays. I'll, I, but like you, I haven't really met many people that don't celebrate it. Um, so yeah. maybe we'll get a. I do take that back. I do remember there was a girl I was dating. She was Jewish. Um and so, you know, in theory, she would celebrate Hanukkah, but uh, I don't think we were dating anymore last Christmas. Maybe we were. I don't know. My memory is really bad. But maybe Ricky will reach out to that person to maybe. get the final say. I don't know. Maybe it's a, it's a wake up call. Maybe, 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 maybe she, we, need, we, we need diversity. Let's get some non Christmas celebrating people in here. Non Christians on this podcast. Hey, this is only that's podcast. I want to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays.